0: So hello and welcome back to Personal Planet. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm really excited to be here talking on my first topic episode today. I hope that you guys are having a great start to your new year, figuring out your goals and all that you want to achieve this year, and just getting some actual rest in as well. You know, holidays can be crazy, so starting off on a smooth note. So today I wanted to talk about toxic positivity and productivity, and the main reason i wanted to have this as my second episode is because it's one of the things that inspired me to start a podcast just because in the wellness community i am just seeing constant output constant production constant videos and routines and that's great i love seeing those to actually talk about how society has kind of shifted in terms of becoming that girl i find it very interesting so I googled productivity, and the definition is productivity is the measure of efficiency of a person completing a task. So by that definition, we assume that getting more done means that we are more productive. However, when you look at studies when it comes to productivity, it actually is getting more important things done consistently. So that's kind of what I've noticed, again, in the wellness community is we're pushing for all of these things that we need to achieve in order to become quote-unquote that girl an example of this would be Waking up doing a morning meditation going to the gym doing a full skincare routine after you're out of the shower Curling your hair getting dressed going to work coming home from work cooking dinner doing laundry cleaning the apartment reading and then meditating before you go to bed and Don't get me wrong, that sounds like an ideal day, getting all of those tasks done. And to me, part of that is actual rest and things that I enjoy doing. But like I mentioned in my intro, for about a year, I have been trying to chase this amount of productivity of waking up and making sure that I get all of these things done that seemed like it will lead me to a better or healthier lifestyle, right? And as the months prolonged, I was like, wow, like how do these girls do it? You know, and then it started to become, okay, you know, I'm getting half of these things done. Okay, I'm getting these things done maybe once or twice a week. Or wow, now I only do these on Sundays, which is like a Sunday reset button, which is great. I realized that it was overkill. At the very, very least, it was overkill. And so, reason I wanted to talk about productivity is because there is no specific formula out there that's going to tell you, hey, if you do all these things, you're going to have a great, productive, meaningful lifestyle. Because what I did was I stripped everything back because I feel like I am constantly working on myself. And... When you're constantly working on yourself and putting so much overload into your brain and stimulation on what you need to be doing and why you need to be better, you're kind of giving yourself this narrative of, I'm not there yet. I haven't achieved this. I need to be better. And when you're constantly telling yourself that, it can become super toxic because I think we all can sit here for a moment And think of ourselves even just last year. How much have we achieved? And how much have we grown? Because I can tell you right now, Stephanie last year was insane. Stephanie was crazy last year. I'm still crazy now. But sitting here and thinking that I always need to be better. And if I follow these routines, I'm magically going to become the most ideal version of myself. That's not good to be feeding my soul. So I think that when it comes to these wellness podcasts and wellness videos and YouTube videos that we watch, we need to stop and tell ourselves we don't have to be perfect. Yes, you're always a project. Yes, you always need to grow and adapt and aim to be a better version of yourself. But burning yourself out is not the way to do that. So, again, there's no specific recipe for becoming the highest version of yourself except knowing what makes you happy, what feeds your soul, and what feels good to you and your body. These tips, when it comes to productivity, I hope that they help you out. They definitely helped me out. So number one is when do you have the most energy? For me, I've always been a morning person. I used to work evening, so it was nice being able to have the whole morning for myself and be able to go to work, deplete my energy, come home and go to sleep and do it all over again. I had to adjust my schedule because again, I'm working a full-time job, so I have to pretty much wake up and go right to work. So what I chose was to wake up earlier, have my mornings to myself, and then go to work. So Comes with some sacrifice, but, you know, keep a mental note of, I have my most energy either in the mornings, in the afternoons, late afternoon, evenings, early evenings, and just adapt your schedule to that. If you're tired, don't push yourself. Don't be like, oh, I need to do this before I go to sleep or else I'm a piece of shit. No, (laughs) you're not a piece of shit just because you decide that you want to go home and sit there because you worked a 10 hour day because your body is actually tired you don't need to go to the gym and push it anymore you know what i mean so if you're tired don't push yourself just turn your schedule around and do what feels good to you and your body so again my routine i work from 7 7 to 7:30 to 5:30 to 6 every day so i just chose to wake up a little bit earlier so i wake up about 5 a.m Go to the gym, that gives me about an hour, and then that gives me an hour to get ready before I have to be to work. My second tip is preparing the night before. In the morning, your brain is fresh from waking up. The last thing it needs to be doing is making decisions right away. Even if they're little decisions, if you can prep your clothes the night before, pack your lunch the night before, get your water bottle ready, cut up your lemon, get all that stuff ready in the morning for the morning then that eliminates some decisions that you have to make in the morning. And it just makes everything so much smoother. You're not sitting there getting your outfit together, realizing that you don't like it and having to restart. You have your outfit planned in the morning. And it just makes your morning so much smoother. And then, especially if you have a time crunch. that That's my main thing is I have a time crunch in the morning. Third tip would be to determine your own style. So, kind of how I mentioned, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Ask yourself, what is my style? Because you don't have to fit any specific mold. I like my drugstore skincare. I don't have the budget, nor the need for $50 face creams right now. So, just because you see somebody advertising a $50 face cream doesn't mean that you need that to fit that mold. Um you know, I don't have any need for designer clothes right now. I'm telling you, when I go to the gym, I wear still shirts from high school. I wear sweatpants that I've had for two years. I wear sports bras that I've had for three years that are all ripped up. That may sound gross to some people, but I don't feel the need to dress up in a matching set. One day, one day I'll have the money to do that, but right now I don't. So when I go to the gym and I see girls wearing that, I'm like, good for you. Like, you look great right now. I know I probably look like garbage, but I'm still gonna feel great in my skin because I don't need a matching workout set to feel productive. So one day, I'd love to get like an aloe matching set, but until that time comes, I'm not gonna hate myself for not having that. Does that make sense? And then my fourth tip would be To set clear boundaries between what you need to get done and what you think you need to get done. So, yes, I need to clean my bathroom. Do I need to do that after I work a 10-hour day? Absolutely not. That can wait until a Saturday afternoon when I have nothing else going on. So, again, I'm not saying be lazy and don't clean up after yourself and... To just sit at home and do nothing and not work towards your goals. I'm saying don't feel like you need to do it all at once. Kind of break up your goals, like what you want to get done throughout the week. So one thing I like to do is, okay, what are my daily tasks today? What do I want to get done before I lay my head down? Okay, so I want to make sure I do a load of laundry. So I'm going to do a load of laundry. I'm going to make sure that I change the kitty litter. I'm going to make sure that I go run some errands at the store. So stuff like that. And then when it comes to my big goals, things that I want to tackle throughout the week before Sunday hits, okay, I want to make sure I go grocery shopping. I want to make sure that I do a deep clean of the carpets. Those are goals that Yes, I want to get done before the weekends, but that doesn't mean every week I need to do a deep clean of the apartment. There's certain tasks that can wait because again, if you're feeling already tired, don't push yourself to do stuff that's very mundane. And then my fifth tip is it's okay to get rest. We all need mental rest. We're not robots. We're not put on this earth to be workaholics. We're meant to come here and experience life as cheesy as that sounds. So if I'm going to wake up and I'm going to sit on the balcony and watch the sunrise for 45 minutes listening to some music in the background, I'm going to do that. Even though I know that I have other things to do or other type of goals i was put on this earth to experience life and chasing this constant productivity at the end of my life i want to enjoy i want to make sure that i enjoyed the little things organizing a bookshelf will not determine my worth you know what i mean so just know that we're put on this earth for more than output So that concludes the productivity portion of this episode and now I'm about to dive into toxic positivity. One thing I really want to emphasize is that we can't feel good all the time. We can definitely try our best but like I mentioned in the intro, life hits us hard sometimes and that's okay. So I googled the definition of toxic positivity And it is a dysfunctional emotional management system without the full acknowledgement of negative emotions, particularly anger and sadness. So the root of it is emotional avoidance. Avoidance, I can't say that word. I've tried multiple times. So the signs are hiding and masking your true emotions, dismissing your emotions, like when you tell yourself you're you're being too emotional or you're overreacting, feeling guilty for how you feel and minimizing other people's emotions with feel-good quotes or statements so it's not the thing about toxic positivity is that it's not meant to cause harm but it's also a form of gaslighting other people and yourselves so it's just interesting how it's so prevalent But Nobody talks about it. So I that's why I want to talk about it and I almost made this the first portion of the episode But I was like no, I want to talk about productivity first we're young So not many of us know how to have those sad or uncomfortable conversations yet. So it's an easy way to subconsciously dismiss people by saying it could be worse and we could also say that to ourselves. So I I'm gonna share an experience that I had and not gonna call out any names but I had an old roommate and a lot of my old roommates they used to be good friends of mine and I realized when I looked back how toxic her toxic positivity was and pretty much when I moved in with her I just recently went through a breakup so it was a two-year breakup that I went through I just started a new job, just started an internship actually, so not just a regular job. On top of that, financial stress, I will say guys, I went through a really rough patch. If you're young and you've been in college, then I'm sure you know how it is, especially if you've been on your own. So anyway, I went through a rough patch with uh, a breakup, starting an internship, and financial stress right when I moved in with her. Maybe... I could take this and look back at myself and be like, wow, like Stephanie, maybe you were crappy yourself, but she was my friend on top of that. Like she was a friend first. And so if anything, like I expected her to understand what I was going through. Right. And she knew all the things that I was going through, but somehow, um, everything that I would bring up to her was me complaining. And It caused me to just kind of dismiss everything I was feeling and be like, wow, maybe I am overreacting. Maybe I am looking at this wrong. When in reality, I was going through some shit. I was going through a tough time in my life and I just wanted a friend and a roommate to sit there and listen to me at the end of the day, which yes, it could have been dumping, emotional dumping, but... The way that she approached it was it could be worse, you know, like you got to be grateful for this and that and that and again, that is a great perspective to have. It's always it's always good to be positive and take a negative situation and make it positive. But again, at that time in my life, I just wanted somebody to listen to me, especially when I was feeling alone. And I'm sure one of you guys out there can relate to that feeling. So... Again, I didn't notice it at the time. It took me, honestly, about a year to realize that that was toxic positivity that was happening. And I get she was trying her best. I've moved on from the situation. But it was definitely, it's definitely heartbreaking when I look back at it. Because, again, all I wanted was somebody to listen to me and tell me that they understood how I felt. Instead, I was ridiculed with, it could be worse and nobody wants to hear that. I know things could always be worse, but at this exact moment, I am at a very low point, so you telling me it could be worse is not making me feel any better, you know? So I just, that that's something that I really want everybody to keep an eye on. When somebody is explaining and expressing something to them, make sure that you communicate with them if you can't if you don't have the extra weight to carry for them but also be mindful of how you word things because at the end of the day people just want to be heard and especially if you're close to them they just want to be felt you know so just allow people to confide in you personally stop hiding your emotions to make other people comfortable this is something I do way too much. I notice myself doing this at work all the time. I'll be stressed out, but somehow I'm always smiley. I've been told you're smiley so much and it sucks because I know behind my smile I'm either really stressed out or very upset or sad. So when I was a server and I used to work at a it was like a restaurant for older people. People would call me Smiley all the time. That was my nickname. I am really good at hiding my emotions to make other people feel comfortable because if I, I've always felt like if I express my anger or my sadness and show it on my face, people won't like me, you know? Um, And then just be mindful of the emotions that you pass through as the day goes on. Just try to be like, wow, like... I feel really calm right now. This feels good. Or, ooh, I don't like the way somebody said that. Or, ooh, I don't like the way this situation is feeling in my stomach. You know, just pay attention to your emotions and it will help with your emotional intelligence. And then also, friends are allowed to have bad days. So if they're talking about something that they feel some type of way of, ask them, like, hey, like, do you want my advice right now? or do you want me to just listen? Because I know I'm pretty bad about like going right into advice rather than just listening to my friends. So again, just allow your friends to have bad days and listen to them. And then also clarify your needs when you start a conversation. Just like I said about like, do you want advice or do you want somebody to listen to you? And then lastly, just Allow yourself to feel your emotions. This goes with the masking your emotions and hiding your emotions to make other people feel comfortable. Get through something. Don't get over something. And this is extremely important when it comes to relationships and losing friendships is we just try to get over somebody rather than getting through what happened. Does that make sense? So like if you make a fist in your hand and you just trace something jumping over your fist. Okay, yes, they got over it, but they didn't work through what happened. Now, if you go through your fist, you guys know the the reference I'm trying to make. I know this sounds stupid. But if you go through something, and you allow yourself to process everything that happened and every emotion then you're going to come out of that so much stronger rather than just getting over it. Because usually if you're just like, oh, I'm over it, you're not really over it. Deep somewhere subconsciously, your brain is still processing what happened and it can come out in other ways. So those are just my tips when it comes to minimizing toxic positivity. Because going back to the cheesy statement, we weren't just put on this earth to go through the cycle we were put here to feel every emotion and experience almost anything that we can i'm not saying like experience all the bad things out there unless you're that type of person but we're put on this planet to just feel everything so embrace that and don't minimize people for their experiences because everybody's experience is different so embrace that change embrace what people have gone through and help people through that don't say it could be worse that pisses me off so let's not do that okay so anyway that is a wrap of my toxic positivity and productivity episode i hope that it helped you guys kind of navigate these things and keep an eye and an ear out for these toxic things And help you navigate ways of reducing the amount of toxic positivity and productivity we have within ourselves. So thanks so much for tuning in. I'm very excited to have my first full-length episode up. And I really do hope that you guys are having a great start to your new year and you accomplish all the things that you're set out to do this year. And those vision boards are up and running and in your sight. I just got mine done last night, so it feels really good. Um, But anyway, you guys have a great week. I will see you next Thursday for my episode about micro habits, which kind of ties into the toxic productivity and cutting it out. So anyway, I will see you guys next Thursday. Bye.